Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Check the time and adjust your dial. It's time for the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the best podcast by gamers for gamers. Each week, we give you the rundown of all the happenings in the gaming world, with news updates, reviews, and much more. We do all the research so you don't have to. And if you still want more after the show, we got you covered. Check out our website at thegzchopshop.com for all of our latest content. Now keep your ears locked because it's time for the GZ Chop Shop. Hello, 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 hello. What is up, everybody? I know it's probably catching everybody off guard. A late Friday night stream. Um, this is because this is going to be a special episode of the GZ Chop Shop podcast. Uh, we actually are going to cover a very important topic that pretty from, I believe, gets glazed over, especially with content creators quite often. And it actually came at the recommendation of our guest today a good friend of mine who's been on the show a couple times before anya uh, aka the bullet maiden is joining us today as we are going to discuss mental health awareness um so before we get deep into the topics uh, i do want to say guys we're not trained professionals we're not going to be trying to make any kind of medical recommendations this is pretty much just a safe space uh to communicate um, air out some things that, uh, if we're being honest, a lot of people are too afraid to talk about, may feel uncomfortable, uh, talking about with people because they might feel like they're being a burden or a nuisance. Um, but for this show, that's not the case. We are literally going to, we're here to let you guys know, Hey, there is help out there. There are professionals in the field. If you feel the need to, uh, communicate and reach out and connect, um, even for me, it's it's a hard topic to uh, to discuss. So this is uh, this is this this is definitely uncharted waters, even even for for me, especially for the uh, the podcast. So without further ado, uh, I guess we can get into it. I think I think Anya has her has her mute her mic muted. There she is. Okay, there she is. So since. Uh, since it was at her suggestion, um, I know she had told me that, you know, she wanted to talk about some experiences that, uh, she had gone through. So Anya, you, uh, you have the floor. What, what is on your mind today? Um, I just think that mental health is, it's a very important topic overall, but I think that it's something that streamers and content creators struggle with um frequently uh there's a lot of times when i open up twitter or instagram and i see like tweets that a fellow streamer of mine or or content creator colleague basically has struggled with you know needed a day off because they needed a break uh from 
just for their mental health, they needed a break to kind of, I don't know, balance out. Um, and I think that it's something that, like you said, isn't talked about that much. Yeah. Um, but it probably should be. Um, and I think it'd bring people together in this community a little bit more um, if we were more open and honest about our mental health. Um, and so I kind of just wanted to, in getting in touch with you and talking about this topic, uh, to kind of shine a light on it. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I, I agree because uh, especially with social media and how how a lot of people, you know, can portray their lives on social media and how much social media has become an integrated part of day to day life, especially within the last year of COVID. Um, it, it, seems, it seems like there's a lot more uh, unspoken issues that happen uh, in the content creating community, um, unspoken pressures. You know, the stresses of real life, the stresses of keeping up with, you know, social media, just the demands of everything that can pretty much happen, uh, I guess. And to summarize with the, uh, you know, being on, on platforms like like Twitch or YouTube or <clears throat> any any mainstream social media, especially if you are a, uh, a content creator. I do think there's like a common misconception that we don't have we don't run into issues, you know, because everyone sees once you turn on the camera they usually see this bright cheerful happy face you know you're you know doing your doing your thing um and it's it's kind of like in my opinion it's kind of like it's it's literally like acting um you know everyone sees the actor take to the stage and then you have that that moment like oh man you know they they played that real that part really good that you forget that there's a person behind that character you know and that they have their own going ons and happenings in the, in the background. Um, and I feel like it does get lost, uh, sadly when it comes to the, to the world of content, content creating, definitely for sure. Um, I would say there's definitely, definitely like a, a blanket put over it. Um, so I'm glad that you, you know, you suggested doing this to, to kind of peel it back. So we have like a, a chance to just, just talk about it in the open. So was there like, I, I know you were talking about, you know, you, you had gone through some things and uh, the process of, of coming back. If you don't mind sharing a uh, part of what you had gone through with us. Yeah. So it's happened a couple of times where uh, I've taken a break from streaming um, just because of the pressures started to came in a little bit. Um, and it's, you know, it's a mix of, like you said, real life stress and streaming stress. Cause even if I'm sitting in front of the camera being myself to a degree, it's still sort of like a performance. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm very aware of the fact that I'm being watched <laughs> by people. And, um, it, it puts stress on you. Uh, even if you're not having the greatest day, like I, I'm the type of person I'll be honest about it to my community you know i'll say like hey like i'm not feeling it today um these are not the vibes i want to share with you like i think it'd be best if i just end stream now and 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 take the time off and i've um i took a break for a month and a half uh between january and february and um didn't stream and it was just i had to get my mind right um 
it's just, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Generally, that's who I am. And then I put a lot of pressure on myself um, as a streamer because I'm very goal oriented. I've got goals. And so when I start to feel like I'm putting a ton of work into something, um, like probably the hardest I've ever like worked at anything, really, the streaming, um, the content creation. And then I start to feel like I'm not growing or I'm not going anywhere. Sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow, even though like when I sit down, that's not my end goal. Like I'm sitting there to chat and have a good time. And but, you know, at the end of the day, like one of my goals is to get partnered. And that requires a lot of hard work that requires working, um, you know, uh, building a community, giving people a reason to to take a chance on you and come back to your stream and want to be with around you. Um, and that's a lot of hard work um, because in, in, you know, in general, you're competing against so many people who also are content creations and creators and do really good work. Um, so for me personally, that was a hard pill to swallow. I had, I had blown up at one point and my numbers were skyrocketing and then suddenly it all just went away and I, had to deal with that and I, I had a hard time dealing with that and that's kind of what brought this break that I took on um and it was it was just it was hard to deal with I talked to a lot of people in my community I was you know open and honest about how I was feeling um and they were you know they were they stood behind me and they're like take the time you need you know do what you got to do for you to get back to where you are and like I came back with a vengeance like now I'm super motivated you know mm -hmm. um but that's not to say it won't happen again that you know all the pressure will build up and eventually i'll maybe need another break but it's okay to need to take a break every now and then yeah it, i think taking a break it it it's good for us in general just because we're we're so on camera all the time and, and mm -hmm. putting our best self out there that sometimes we just need a break to not do anything especially like handling all of other life events yep definitely um being under the eye <laughs> eyes under or having eyes on you at all times <laughs> yeah it could be a lot but i think as a as, i think it's just human to take a break because especially like the world that we live in with the amount of technology that we have like all the screens and like social media like they're constantly under the microscope of everybody around you um and it's you know there's some people who it, like I am who I am now is probably the most accepting I've ever been to myself. I don't care so much about what people think about me like I used to when I was a teenager, you know? Um, and I think it's still human to need breaks from that constant, like just everything, social media, everybody knows what you're doing, the internet, all this news that you're taking in. It's just a lot of, it's like a lot of overstimulation. Yeah. Like me recently, honestly, the past few weeks, probably almost month and a half now, it's just been, social media has just been so much for me to handle that like, I'll scroll through like Instagram and Twitter and everything, but I just don't have the the, the effort to, to post stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, it's, you know, it sucks because I want to because that's how I communicate with a lot of people like in Discord and everything, but it's just been so much that I just can't handle it all at once because I mean, I work full time. I'm a mom. Uh, you know, I have my fiance. I have life, and, and just adding on top of that, everything that can come with streaming, is it, it can be a lot. Yep. Yep. And and you know, you're constantly seeing your peers as well. You know, 
um like i there's a lot of people that not that i compare myself to other people but um i kind of like keep an eye on like how my peers are doing and like friends of mine because i've made you know friends streaming that was a big part of streaming is you make so many good friends and sometimes you know i've seen a lot of people become partner recently or something blew up for them or they went viral and i'm really happy for them and at the same time i'm like an mm -hmm. effort in. i need to i need to get there too but then the fact that i'm still waiting for my moment you know that sometimes is a little bit of pressure um and then like you said like opening social media and having to you know needing to post because that's how you communicate um sometimes you just the motivation isn't there or you know sometimes like the need to like have to create content because that's how you get visibility and all that you know i think it's i think it's hard for a streamer to in today's age like TikTok is blown up now for streamers and content creation and like mm -hmm. there's Instagram and YouTube and it's a lot of work <laughs> and I think that really affects the psyche um this constant need to have to like put yourself out there right because you look at everybody and what they're posting the ones that are blowing up and you're just like oh wait but I can do that too mm -hmm. why aren't I blowing up you know it's like I can give the same content as as xyz person but then it's the fact of like, why aren't I getting the same recognition when I can do the same and I can give the same content out that they're giving? Mm -hmm. And it kind of, it, it makes you feel bad because then you're comparing yourself to other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and then, you know, and you don't do it intentionally. I think it's just human. Yeah. Um, especially in, in this business, the content creation, because like I said, you're, you're, you're not that you're up against people, but they're your peers you want them to do well but you also want to do well yourself i feel like most streamers have a goal whether it's to build the best community out there whether it's to get partner whether it's to become a full-time streamer and have that kind of like you know live your passion for the rest of your life you know what i mean um i think that it's just it's a lot of pressure and i think that that's why we see at least i always see a lot of my peers needing breaks taking breaks here and there feeling down you know withdrawing from social media for a few days um i think it's it's just something that is very human and we don't talk about it enough and we don't make it okay enough yeah because i feel like sometimes when i when i have to be like all right guys i need i need tonight off i need i need that that mental break i feel bad for doing it mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. most of the times because it's like I, I don't want to not, but I don't want to not stream, but at the same time, like, I can't handle it right now. And I feel bad at, obviously, everybody's just like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, you know, you come mm -hmm. first. But in my mind, I'm like, no. I I only stream three nights a week because of everything else. So it's like, if I don't, if I miss one of those streams, I'm just like, well, what? Yeah, you, you know? You become your own yeah. worst enemy in this in this field and, and both of you have brought up some <clears throat> some extremely good points that uh i think a, a lot of streamers and, and content creators especially especially on these major platforms feel and i can say if, you know if i'm gonna you know kind of put myself out there i've had some of that experience that you were talking about Anya, where you know you'll you're you're happy for your friends and you'll see some people uh come in and then you know they'll they'll have their moment to take off and in in my case i would have like that gleam of hope i'm like okay you know 
if they, you know, we're kind of doing the same thing. If they did it and they're, you know, they took off, then, you know, my chances it's, it's right here. It's, it's in front of me. I'm, I'm, I must be at the door. And then, you know, it doesn't happen. And, you know, I start thinking to myself, okay, well, what am I doing wrong? What is, what is the difference? And it, it, it's another thing that I know a lot of people try to, you know, pretend that is not a factor on these platforms, but there are invisible standards, invisible uh, blockades, insur- and there's some yep. walls that feel insurmountable that a lot of people try to pretend don't exist, especially on platforms like Twitch and even YouTube, uh, spe- especially with visual heavy platforms. Um, because I, for one, I, I personally know someone, I met them when they were, they had like 200 followers, you know, I, I, I helped them and, you know, and I, I, you know, they, they had their moments where they were down and, and you know, I was like, Hey, you know, just keep pushing and, and you'll go. And in like a year they became partner and I was like, cool. And at the same time, another factor that can be into play is how some of your, so how some of the people you can meet along the way can make you feel bad about yourself. <laughs> um, because at the same time, you know, I, I saw this person when no one knew them becoming to the point that they became a partner. And then it was all of a sudden, like they no longer knew me. And to this day, they don't realize the, the effect that had on me, not only as a person, but as a creator myself, because it was like, do I help people now when they come to me? Like, am I just another stepping stone in someone's goal? And when you mentioned, you know, the competitive aspect of these platforms, it's not like you come in wanting to compete. I don't think anyone enters into content creating wanting to compete, but this platform's culture, and and I say this platform, but a lot of platforms, the culture has made it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the end you you wind up in this battle with some people that may have been your friend and you one day sit back and don't even realize like how did this happen when did i start becoming jealous of this person who shared this goal Mm -hmm. with me when did i start thinking i wasn't good enough i'm not good enough and it, it always also feels like another thing that you know carol was bringing up that's a good point is like taking breaks just seems like a no because I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to just take a break. And I know my friends have the, you know, my best interests at heart. And if it wasn't for Kara and Yuli literally <laughs> fussing at me, I would be going nonstop. Like literally Yuli la- the other night was like, okay, now, you know, stop freaking working and take a break. And I was just like, okay, you know, so if it wasn't for having these two and, and, you know, telling me that I've had people that are like, I'm like, Hey, you know, I think I'm going to take a break. And they're like, Oh, you know, you can't take a break. If you if you if you do that, man, your channel's gonna die. Mm-hmm. And then the, immediately I'm like, damn, yeah, because that I'm not making content, and if I'm not making content, yep. then nobody's gonna watch not, because you know you're not relevant. You're not relevant, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, that's the death of a channel. You take a a day off, your your channel's dead. And I'm like, and that's just the the culture. That's that's the immense amount of pressure that a lot of people don't realize content creators go through is we at some point we put ourselves on this hamster wheel and we just never get off of it and it it just 
whittles away at us, whittles away at us, whittles away at us. And we just keep spinning and spinning and spinning. And then the added the stress of just being a content creator, then real world happenings. And then mm-hmm. the, that pressure just increased even more with, you know, with COVID because now everybody wanted to be content creator. And I don't oh, know yeah. about you two. I'm speaking for myself on this one of uh, something that still frustrates me. The overnight sensations, the people mm-hmm. who just got yeah. up on like their laziest day. And then they were just like, I'm just going to stream. And then like in a month, they're like, Hey guys, I'm a partner. And we're over here. Like, Dude, you this for two years. What yeah, like I, like like your microphone. It sounds like you bought it from McDonald's. You did you <laughs> you, you don't you don't even have light. What is happening? They're just like, yeah, you know, I'm a partner. And it's like now, not only are you competing with yourself, you're competing with your peers, you're competing with the constantly shifting standard of mm-hmm. how society consumes content. What people want what people want to see and it's 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 hard it's stressful i'm gonna piggyback off of that about the whole you know uh what people are seeing and stuff like that as as a female who doesn't doesn't think very highly of herself um going through all the you know any any category any category and you're seeing all these you know these beautiful girls who, who are just making it and you look and you're just like it, it, it for me it kind of just sets in place that my thoughts are right you know what i mean it's like okay maybe if i looked better if i if i actually did my makeup every time i streamed or if i got all dolled up every time i streamed you know maybe i'll make it better than than just being me I understand that feeling as a, a female streamer as well. Um, that was something when I first started streaming, like I was terrified. Well, I was terrified to be on camera to begin with, um, just because you know I'd heard horror stories of being a girl on Twitch, you know, and um, mm-hmm. so I made sure I always had my makeup done and my hair done, and it was exhausting. And I don't know, I I had friends that like I there were situations where people would make comments about my appearance like positively and respectfully but i had other people that i knew that were a little bit resentful of that um that i was using not technically using my looks but i was you know trying to present my way present myself in a certain way Mm. um because i'm not a titty streamer by far (laughs) there's not a lot to work with (laughs) but (laughs) but um I made sure that I had my makeup done and my hair done, you know, and uh, I, I, I mean, I didn't want it to be like I was using my looks to get somewhere, but I felt like I needed to in some regard. Um, but, you know, as time went on, I got lazy <laughs> and I stopped doing that. Um, and, and now I've, you know, now that I've been motivated to stream again, I find myself putting on some makeup again and not just not for the stream, though, but just kind of for me. Um, and that's that's what it should be, We, you know we shouldn't have to feel like we have to put a face on just for the camera and like i'm working on that that's something i obviously have to work on but you know i would so much rather just be in like a t-shirt and no makeup hair up in a bun because that's me on a daily anyways so like the days that i actually you know do any type of makeup or if i put a nice top on it i i at the same time 
feel good, but then I'm also worried that I'm gonna put off the wrong vibe, and I don't want that. Yeah, because and, and 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 I'm not even I'm not obviously I'm not a female streamer, uh, but <laughs> yeah. I I have. <laughs> But, word Yuli has said all night <laughs> i know yuli's been on his best <laughs> behavior i'm so proud of him um but i do i have seen you know uh being friends with with kara and some of the streamers that for some reason twitch swears i'm interested in because is it really a friendship if she bosses you around and treats you like a child <laughs> she moms me but it's for my well-being <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to learn how to fucking relax, you goddamn knobhead. <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying, and that and that's 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 the kind of like reassurance and and you know friendship that that a lot of content creators you know need is like that person that tells you it's okay to take a break because you know the amount of times that I have text yelled at you <laughs> to take Yo, the night the off. Of times- that a touch it goes on discord to be like hey guys look at this hey guys look at this and i'm just there like what you want a fucking cookie or something you did good maybe, maybe i want a, a cookie nap. i like cookies okay thank you i like my cookies that last night <laughs> but but no like showing us all the little sound bites he's like and i'm like what do you want cookie you did a good job take a break you've been working all day bites. fuck I was, off I was proud of but no I, I was gonna say i do i do as much as i can see the struggle that the the female streaming community goes through because for you guys it's like it's like a two there's two sides of the coin it's like you've got the visually appealing because if we're just being completely honest we know twitch runs on that um yeah and it it sucks because since they've let that standard go for so long it leaves very little breathing room for you because it's like you're damned if you do damned if you don't it's like okay i'll play ball to a certain extent and then you get attacked because you decided to make yourself you know like okay i feel like i want to feel good about myself and then you get attacked for it it's like oh you're just using you know you're just using your looks and then when you're like well i just want to be relaxed then it seems like okay well no one's interested and that's that's literally it, it, it sucks because that's such an ingrained culture in 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 the social media platforms and i heck i just came to find out i thought i thought youtube was a safe haven but i i guess i've been living under a rock youtube is pretty much just the same they just make it more politically correct and i was like oh well damn <laughs> get me to get from under my rock um well, their political like- correctness yeah I mean, there's another side to it now, too, that's really been blowing up uh, for female streamers is the whole, like, I've seen a lot of it lately, like, the female streamers that are like, you like you have to sub to me, like, if you can't afford it, you shouldn't be here. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Those have been blowing up a lot lately, um, and I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be like a new thing for females. <laughs> you don't yell oh, at not, me, they, I won't Blowing up in not you. a good way. It's not yeah, a good way. In a bad way, in a bad way, but but they're not getting canceled, you know. They're, that cancel culture that exists is not really happening. Like people are still going to stream. I've seen people defending it, and I'm, I'm Oof, like, I don't. The I'm white not that type of woman, so I <laughs> I feel like I'm like I'm, there's another thing for me to not succeed in <laughs> because I'm. Don't, not don't like you that. wish that that you could just talk to those guys that defend them so much? But like, dude, she's not gonna sleep with you. Just yeah. let it go. I mean, if we're calling a spade a spade, that that's out, but... yeah. 
and, yeah. and, and don't even get me started on the stress that cancel culture is because they're so on picky and choosy uh but but if we're going to be uh, honest in content creation that is something that you have to be very aware of because you know you sneeze wrong and and you you know that's another stress someone's like they just decide oh i don't i don't like the way you sneezed and now they're ready to attack you but yeah that's oh yeah that's and a like really, really I, you know I mean, I used to have like my viewers, like I used, I play with viewers. That's something that's like a, a theme in my my community and my channel. And um, I used to let everybody come on a mic, even people that I just met that I would like bring into my lobby to play Call of Duty with. I'd let them join us on mic and Discord. And um, I, you know, I learned that's a bad idea. <laughs> um, yeah. Some people would say words that are not appropriate for streams or. Uh, even younger, you know, some people that were in my stream are a little bit younger and um, they'd say words that are just not appropriate. Um, or, you know, that, you know, they, you don't know what type of person you're getting into um, <laughs> when you when you start playing with strangers um, mm -hmm. on the internet. Yeah. So I actually as a woman. Oh yeah. So I've, I've, you know, I've, I found a way to remove, remove my discord audio from my VODs and from my stream. And so now nobody can hear that except for me, <laughs> but, <laughs> You know, it, it was it was kind of a bummer because it was a nice way to to get people talking and get a community, you know, build on the community and just get to know somebody. But it it backfired enough times that I was like, I have to make a change here um, because it was starting to stress me out. <laughs> and I, I was, was, was going to say, yeah, that's that's and additional that's stress. Because like, why can't people you know, just have the respect? Exactly. Like you can't say certain things. <laughs> and think it's okay because what happens is I'm the one that's going to be penalized for it even mm. though it wasn't me that said these things you know what I mean mm -hmm. um, and that's just you know that's another stress that comes along with, with being content creators like a lot of people are looking for somebody to play with or just to talk to um, and they they want I, I have like a feeling that some people want to be on mic and be heard um, and that's just it was stressing me out the, the constant fear that somebody was going to drop a you know a word that they should not be saying <laughs> um in my stream on a mic uh in front of people um actually so, that's but... one of my goals is to get itachi so mad to drop a word he never wants to drop <laughs> <laughs> it's oh not it's Lord. not gonna happen but <clears throat> oh it's gonna happen <laughs> but for for you know those who are wondering like where where are we going with this uh it's pretty much to air out the the unspoken things that content creators go through that creates those moments of uh, feeling overwhelmed, reasons that we, some of us have breakdowns, uh, things that a lot of people are not aware of. Uh, and I would say the viewer base, because for a lot of you guys, you, you know, you come and you, you see the on screen versions of us. You know, you see us once mm -hmm. we've slapped our cheeks, you know, drank our water, did whatever we had to so that we can come on in a more, in a, in a positive way for you guys. And then once the camera's off, Deller. but yeah, once the camera's off, you know, these are the things that a lot of people aren't aware of because, um, some people, you know, when they get into streaming, they immediately get overwhelmed and you know they walk away from it so they don't actually feel the full pressures of it as those who are trying to uh make it a career uh 
you know, take it in some some professional some professional way, and pretty much the 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 burdens that do come with it because even though it seems like it's a lot, the people that become overnight sensations that made it look easy are not as many as it seems. And they're pretty much the exceptions, not the rules. Um, yep. It's just a lot of traffic goes their way. Your average content creator goes through a lot more, uh, a lot of years, years, years of, of investment, years of, of sacrifice. And it, it, it doesn't help. Um, when people also don't take it seriously, because even in an age right now, video games is a billion dollar industry. There's so mm-hmm. much, you know, money. Oh, bro, you still play video games? Exactly, exactly. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but you know, if somebody suddenly tomorrow, you know, I got sponsored and wrote me a ten thousand dollar check, your tone would go from, bro, you still play video games? To man, you play video games? Mm. Uh, for, hey man, you remember that time I got you that cookie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of times it's been stated at my job that somehow it's gotten brought up that I like video games, and I'm one of the younger people at my jobs. So everyone kind of looks at me like you like the baby video games. And then they question because like I'm also a mom. I get that too. I understand that feeling. Um, I've had that happen a lot or like I was known for it at my old job. Like, so every time something happened um, that was even remotely re- related to video games, everybody came to me and was like, <laughs> like, 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 like I was the, the central resource <laughs> for all things video games. And I was like, it's just, you know, it's something that I do yeah. um, for fun. And I get to talk to people and, um, it's not just me sitting in a room staring at my screen playing video games like it's me it's 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 hard work it's it's more than just a hobby like for me like even though i don't do any of this for the money it's also became part of my income um Mm. and that's another you know another stress point is if Mm -hmm. when you start to rely on it like i started to rely on it as part of my income you know then it once you lose if you lose that part of your income like like i said i took a month and a half break so i lost that part of my income and i have bills to pay um that's another stressor that comes along with everything and like i said like it's never been about the money but that's something that came along with it as i grew and um can be stressful um and i, I can't even imagine people who do rely on this full-time um who do it yeah. as a, a, like their entire salary um because it's not a salary it's if you do well this month and next month you might not do so well like how do you make ends meet so that's i think that's another big stressor for content creators and and like this constant need to have to be relevant to keep your income coming in i think it's just it takes a toll um i know for me there when i when i blew up for a little bit um and when i say blew up it was blowing blowing up for me (laughs) it's not like i didn't go anywhere like ninja status but um i um i went up to like 20 30 viewers true right now he's he's not right now um but i i went up to like 20 30 viewer average um and that was huge for me because that had been a goal of mine for a while and i finally got there and I made a lot of friends that were in the same range that I was in, the 2030 mark. And um, all of a sudden, I just, my numbers just started going down. And now I'm sitting around the 10 uh, viewer mark, 
but all my friends like especially two of them became partners they kept going and made it to partner and i'm looking at it and i'm like i don't get it <laughs> what did i don't like i know i t you know i took breaks so that was also a you know kill factor uh, as everybody says but that was a that was hard to deal with um especially because like i said part of my income it became um and um you know i'm happy for my friends but at the same time that stress of just like what, what am i not doing like that i was before or, or what changed or like am i gonna be able to you know f like people that like i have friends that also are partners who've lost their following um they didn't do a partner push or anything but they just i don't know maybe they're just not as relevant as they were before and this is their this is their job this is their their nine to five well not a nine to five but it's their their full time this is what they put all their time and effort into um i think that's another scary thing is like if you do this for so long is like is the people that have been there for so long are they gonna stay are they gonna find someone new yeah yeah are they just gonna get bored of you because like i've had people right that that when i first started streaming that aren't here anymore i i haven't oh, yeah. seen them in months and it's like the people that were i actually got close to it's like did i do something wrong mm -hmm. did i just bore them am i and then it makes you question yourself if you're doing enough it's a terrible yeah. strain on <clears throat> it's a terrible strain on anxiety uh for sure especially if you already have you know anxiety issues like uh, a thing a lot of people don't know about me is I do have like high anxiety and I always go out of my way to try to make people happy. I always try to go out of my way to, to make people laugh. And when, when people grow, you know, distant from you, you know, in, in this case, in like in a digital age where connections are established online more now than mm -hmm. ever, it still has that same effect, if not more so because for a lot of people your social life is on the internet and then when you lose that you know your your, your streaming community becomes a, a family to you in a, in, a, in a way and when you lose that connection to them it weighs on you um because then you're like you know well these people on the internet don't like me how do i know you know the people right. i see in my day-to-day -day life are gonna like me um mm -hmm. And growing distant, because I'm the kind of person I will, and you, you know, Kara knows this and, and Julius says, I'll sometimes just be random. Like I might not have anything relevant to say, but I like to check on people every now and then. I like to just be <laughs> random and say, hey, what's up? And sometimes I don't want anything. I just, you know, it's my way of letting them know. I know it's random, but I'm thinking about you. I, you know, I, I care. Mm -hmm. uh, and see, you do the whole, you'll just send hey in one message. And as another person with anxiety, it just shoots my anxiety up. Because I'm just like, oh my god, what did I do? What did I forget? Did, did something happen in the last week that um, I shouldn't, that I didn't do, that I shouldn't have done? And then then you're just like, what's up? And I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> well, oops. You motherfucker. <laughs> I'm over here giving, I'm over here giving Kara heart attacks and I think I'm being nice. I'm just like. The amount of times that you've done that and I'm just like, oh my god. Or the, hey, I need to talk to you. Or hey, oh, that's the worst. Are you available? And I'm just like, ah, no, no, I'm not available. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm I not like free. That should, be like, that should be like a phrase that's like banned from relationships. Mm. Like, hey, I need to talk to you. Like, what? no, do not. No, 
So I, 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 you know what? I'm, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because I will be honest. I don't know how to say things to, uh, certain people, certain ways, because a lot of things, and this is a personal stressor of mine. Uh, a lot of things I say get taken out of context or not taken seriously. Uh, I have like a backward effect. I will say something that I want taken seriously and then people will turn it into a joke and I don't show my reaction right away. Warners has called me out on this several times. You guys know he's like, you can't really tell sometimes what I'm thinking. And it's because usually sometimes I'll say one thing with the, you know, the intent of being taken seriously and then it gets turned into a joke. And then the things I say as a joke get taken, you know, (laughs) seriously. So it's like a backwards effect. So I'm like, I, I never can really say what I'm thinking, even when I'm talking to my viewership and I have my open moments. Uh, it, it takes so much for me to feel comfortable enough to say what's on, on my mind. And personally, that is a very big, you think in a jigsaw puzzle, but, and the thing is, I don't, I don't like to do that. And just to, 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 you know, add to what this overall topic is, that is a very huge, uh, stress factor of mine. So the reason I just usually approach people with like a, Hey, before I actually say what, you know, what my thought or question is, is because, I have gotten, uh, I, I guess you could say like, this is like years of compilement. And even in, 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 in st- even more so when I got into streaming, um, terrible feedback <laughs> from people. So I usually test the waters and it just became a habit of saying, Hey, because when you say, Hey, there's no expectation. So if a person ignores you, you didn't, you know, put like, you know, Hey, can you do such and such for me? Or, Hey, you know, would you like to be, uh, would you like to work together? Because I used to, you know, be forward with people. And I, and when I got into streaming, I'd be like, Hey, you know, I really like your content. Um, would you like to, you know, come on the podcast? And I usually get, you know, I got more no's than yes. Anya, thank you for actually, you know, accepting when I asked you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so eventually I just started crafting the style of when you just say, Hey, usually people become curious and they're like, Hey, you know, what's up. And then, you know, I can kind of like lead into it. Um, because typically if people don't want to talk to you, they just don't respond, you know? So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. You don't respond. I didn't put myself out there and now I'm not walking away with, uh, anxiety induced embarrassment. Um, which for me is, is, is a big thing because I've gotten like so many rejections and, you know, something that a lot of don't people, you know, don't know. They're like, Oh, what do you do behind the scenes? I've sent out sponsorship request letters and actually, uh, episode like back in season two, when you came on Anya and we were talking about G fuel. And you know, I keep asking you to send a letter to bad dragon. Cause I would love for bad dragon to sponsor us. I, that's not even a joke. That's, that's God honest. I, Dude, I'm gonna tell so you know how cool it would be to be like GZ Chop Shop sponsored by Bad, Bad Dragon. Dragon. Well, <laughs> I have sent sponsorship letters out and uh they've been rejected. Um and it wasn't even like I was just sending them when I hadn't done anything. I mean, you know, I had channels up and it what really killed it was all their responses came back pretty much the same. And they just put it in a politically nice way but they were just like yeah your numbers aren't big enough for us sorry Mm -hmm. i know that that pain i uh i used my marketing background to do the same thing i wrote a bunch of pitches to different companies that i was interested in working with because 
I, I used their products and uh, I actually didn't get responses <laughs> to any of them really. Um, the only one that ever really replied to me was Game Fuel and they never, they didn't really reject, I mean, they rejected me, but it was also like, you know, you're awesome. Here, have some free stuff. Mm. Um, so that was, that was really nice. Yeah, I mean, um, at least they gave, you know, a, con- a consolation. But... Yes, that I'm not a pro player yeah. <laughs> or, or a Twitch partner. But the day I do become a Twitch partner, I'm going to message them and I'm going to be like, <laughs> is it time? Is it, are we, is are it, we is it my turn now? Am I, am I cool enough? <laughs> am I ready now? <laughs> um, oh, man. But yeah. Um... I mean, I, on that same vein of thought, like I've had a situation where that's another stressor i think that affects my mental health and i think other is you know trying to get sponsored trying to get other people to see the value that you know you have um and like i had somebody in my life that has been rooting me on for a while you know he's been like you know you're awesome your your vibes are great i see something in you that i don't see in some other streamers um and that's you know that's great to hear and he's tried to get me uh, he's tried to get me some partnered streams with Activision for Call of Duty, um, but they won't take the chance on me mm-hmm. because I'm not big enough. Um, and that was that was oh, so You kind of don't want Call of Duty to sponsor you. They can't even make their fucking games work. Yeah, but as a you gotta also realize for me, I'm primarily a Call of Duty streamer, <laughs> so it's kind of like right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the fact that they wouldn't take a chance on me, even though they saw that Game Fuel noticed me and they they were impressed by that, but they wouldn't take a chance on me. Um, and that was a little soul crushing um, because I hear all these great things about people really enjoy my content, they really enjoy my personality and just spending time with me, but people still won't take the chance on me. So that's I feel like that's another major thing for streamers and content creators that are trying to grow and trying to get others in those positions that can help you, uh, whether it's a sponsorship or, you know, collaboration or, or something, um, seeing your value, I think getting your, like getting your value seen, I think is hard. Um, it's very hard in this atmosphere that we're in, um, this environment. And I think that's very difficult to deal with as well. Like you mentioned, like the sponsorship declines were difficult for you to deal with Itachi. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, and, they, yeah, yeah, they, they, they leave a sting, especially when, you know, you're trying to take this seriously and something came to mind, you know, while you were, you know, going in depth about that is it, it to, you know, keeping, keeping focus, um, in track with, uh, social media and the, and the burden that that brings, I think another reason that there's, uh, you know, pretty much a glanced over mental health on social media is because how social, how it's handled on social media. I have this for me personally, I will say my feeling on this is I always feel that the people who probably need, you know, the most, the most outreach are the ones who never post about it. Um, like ever. Cause Personally, I always get frustrated when I see, when I see, like I go on social media and, you know, everyone's posting, you know, they, they, they post their, their day-to-day life and they're, you know, they're like, oh, my life is great. And then they have that one bad day and everyone's like, oh my gosh, man, you know, I'm, uh, oh man, you know, it's, it's, uh, it'll be, it'll be better. And I'm like, where's that outpouring for, you know, so-and-so over here? Cause 
I'm in a Twitch streamer Facebook community and I see that kind of stuff happen. You'll have this person who, you know, they, they, they post, you know, whatever they're going live thing, they're going live put and whatever. And then someone else will post, you know, like they're having a, you know, a bad day. And like two people will interact with that post. And like two minutes later, someone will post, uh, you know, their, their hot version pick of going live. And it's like, they're right next to each other. And then everyone's at that other post. And I'm like, okay, but you have this person right here, you know, saying they're, they're having a crap day. This is a community of thousands. This is your chance to, you know, be there for this person. And you're, you're not even waiting like an hour before responding to this immediate post right behind it. I think a lot of that also stems from the fact that nobody wants to talk about it. Exactly. Like, and And nobody wants to, you know, they don't want to bring it to light. Like it's an everyday thing. Like so many people that I'm sure don't talk about it have some sort of stressor or mental health issue that, that, I mean, they may not even know about it, but the people that actually are, are communicating it that's like hey i'm not doing okay today you know uh, it's like you, you you don't post it for like pity but at the same time you're like you want someone to just be like it, it's okay yeah or you just need to get it out yeah so like I, and now that i have you know i mean i have a little bit of a platform if you know I, i'm not big anywhere but when I have those days where I just want to tweet out just what I'm feeling, I, I don't feel like I can do that anymore. Now that I'm, a, you know, now that I'm a streamer, now that like my face is more on the internet, I don't feel like I can do that because it, it's not a good vibe. But at the same time, it's like people should also realize that like I'm a human, I have these feelings too. But then I don't end up tweeting it because I don't want to be. I don't want to. I don't want it to look like I'm seeking for attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are two. I think like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when things rub, like two things that are rubbing against each other. <laughs> I can't really like the friction. Right yes, there's like friction there. Um, like it's you know people come to the stream or your page or your channel or any of any of it, and they're here for good vibes. They're here for what they see on camera, mm-hmm. and. I think that we should be able to say when we are having a bad day, even if we have a bunch of bad days back to back, like, I think that's something that we should be able to get out. Um, and I wish people in the community, like, I've written about this a couple of times on my Twitter. I've posted that I, you know, I started seeing therapist again, um, because I was going through some things and I needed help. Um, and I, you know, I was very open about that and I got a, you know, I got a couple people that messaged me privately and were like, sorry to hear you've been going through this. You know, I've been going through something myself too. Like, if you ever need an ear, I'm here for you. And that was really like, really heartwarming and special to me. Um, and if I hadn't written that post or any of the posts that I've written about it, and you know, like you said, it wasn't attention seeking. Mm. Uh, I just wanted to bring light to this issue that I think a lot of people deal with and something that I've dealt with for many years. Um, I struggle with depression. I'm on antidepressants. I see a therapist. Um, and I'm not ashamed of that. Um, it's a part of who I am and and I'm working to get myself better. Um, as everybody is every single day, we try to be a better version of ourselves every day. And, um, I think that posting about it, I think should be an okay thing. It should be acceptable. You know what I mean? Um, 
and we shouldn't be afraid to post that we're having a rough time right now. Um, even if like there's a disclaimer that's like, this is not for attention. Like I just need to get it out. Or, and like for me, like, like and I'm sure for all, for all of you, my community, like I know them very well. Um, they come in, I know what's going on in their lives. I talk to them all the time. They, on some levels, they know me better than some of the people in my real life do. Um, and they feel like family to me. And so being able to share how I'm feeling with them is important to me. And I think it should be something that's important to a lot of content creators um, who don't who don't open up about that part of their life. Um, and that's not to say like every detail should be shared because, uh, you know, privacy has value. But um, I just think that like like how you like how you shied away from posting about like because now you're more visible um i think that you should be you should feel comfortable sharing um your off days with your community i feel like that's I, you know I, that's what i kind of wish happened more often um because maybe it would be a little less sad <laughs> yeah like i see other people do it i see other people post about it and it's just like man like I, I don't know it's just like my brain's just like no you're just gonna look like an intention seeker like you just want people to pity you and and i don't want that to come off as who i am mm -hmm. so it's like i just don't end up posting it because like i've typed things out and i'm just like nope delete cancel i'm not i i can't post it because now i i have a face on the internet you know people rely on me to provide content and it's like I don't want to show that I'm having rough days all the time because I have them pretty pretty often mm -hmm. yeah same but <laughs> and I don't want people to to think of me as just that yeah I think there's a delicate balance that can be made um between sharing like the content that you do for whatever it is that you stream I think and then a con and like a portion of you that's human because I think being human is kind of how your community grows it, it gives people a an opportunity to get to know you like not just you that's in front of the camera but all of you um and I think people like that they want to connect um right they don't want to just think that you're another person just playing videos that you're an actual human yeah with feelings them, and emotions exactly. <laughs> a reason to like it gives them something to connect like when i see other people like i had a friend of mine that i saw he had posted that he was really struggling um and he got an outpouring of support on twitter i hadn't actually seen his initial messages i saw him thanking i saw his message thanking people and so i messaged him and i was like you know i hope everything's going well um I'm, I'm glad to see that you're doing better um and i don't you know nobody really saw it as attention seeking people just kind of saw him like you know it, to to some degree it made me feel a little bit better about myself because i was like i'm not alone you know like right fellow streamer of mine who's also going through some of what i go through maybe for different reasons but we're going through something together it's a shared experience now <clears throat> You know, when while I was listening to both of you talk, there was one thing I uh, I was noticing and I was like waiting for you to both say, but neither of you said it, which kind of solidified a thought that I was having that I, I've always been in denial about myself. And it was mostly that it was people 
that you probably have not really met you probably will never meet in real life that you know have been a a hand on the shoulder um and i think that's something that also needs to be addressed is is you know the fact that how some people can be they they can be close to you you know you can know them you could have them actually in your life and they not know or not understand or not be willing to understand what's going on because uh, as Anya was talking about you know it should be okay to make these posts you know sometimes just to let things out let people know what's going on without giving too much info and I can say uh, I used to do that back before I even got into streaming back when I was in the military and anyone who served in the military can understand the stresses of being in the military you know regardless of whatever branch you're in there's there's stresses that civilians will not understand they they can't understand and i would post on social media as my outlet about some of the stresses that were you know i was going going through and and going on and at the time before we became the as i like to dub it the more sensitive generation um there was no real support for that uh it was pretty much the mentality of sucks to be you get over it you got a job to do uh because from the military aspect it's hey you know go 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 do your job go talk to doc later go do your job and from the civilian aspect it's like well make sure you can do your job and protect us okay so it was like really no no middle ground there and i got away from doing those posts those kind of posts of outreach because there wasn't really any feedback from the people that I actually knew the people I wanted to hear from because at that time that was the only connection I had were the people I actually knew and I went through many breakdowns which developed you know my ability to deal with my you know whenever I have my moments of depression I just learned to deal and cope and it just kind of traveled over into streaming because I'm like I see the kind of posts people reply to if I post something like you know your general hey you know I'm doing this and I go in to do something like having this podcast there's like no interaction whatsoever nobody cares you know everyone probably looks at it like oh he grew up playing video games and he's still a kid whatever and it doesn't help that like if controversial topics come up and I might like chime in on it then all of a sudden there's like like the feel of people liking controversy and then they chime in and like everyone's ready to just flambe me for my opinion on something and I'm like so you guys do read my posts but if I disagree with you then you're all in and then I post like hey you know I'm having this shitty time things aren't going right it's crickets again so I'm like okay so you interact when I disagree with you know the general consensus on something you roast me alive make me feel mm-hmm. like shit for having an opinion so when i dare you have an opinion itachi well I, I, know. <laughs> I had to i literally had to create my own show to have an opinion <laughs> but but it, it's how dare you <laughs> but but it's it's stuff like that and which you know to some people they you know another factor is people don't realize what might seem small to them can be so huge to someone else. Like to some listeners that might seem like nothing. They're, they're probably thinking like, what? That's, that's a big issue for you. Yeah. Because everyone takes things differently. A lot of people don't realize how one act of kindness, no matter how small 
can mm-hmm. change a person's outlook on the world. And I, I know people that just from, even though it gives Kara a heart attack from my random haze, I actually have a friend that she has told me, she's like, your haze are so flipping random, but they, you always send them when I'm having the worst day. And she's like, and I appreciate that. She's like, cause nobody else is doing it. Nobody else. And I'm just like, you know what? I haven't heard from her in a while. I'm just going to send her a, Hey, hello. How you doing? And I've done that several times. And she's like, every single time you do that, I'm having the worst day. And now I'm good again because just knowing someone took the time to, to send that message. You didn't, you know, didn't have to initiate conversation. I'm kind of, to be honest, I'm kind of the same way. I'll wake up some days and I'm like, hmm, I wonder if anyone, you know, shot me a text just to see if I'm still alive. Uh, so <laughs> I'll admit I'm sad. Sometimes when I look and I'm like, no text, no message. If I decided to vanish, would anyone notice? And, oh, I think about that all the time. <laughs> and, and there's a song. Um, I think it's by Hidden Citizens. It's literally called Would Anyone Care? And like verbatim, I can relate to that song. Like, I know, you know, we're, we're trying to be lighthearted, you know, as lighthearted as possible. Uh, but in, in a moment of realness, there's a lot of days where because of what I'm doing and I'm wondering, will I succeed? Does anyone take me seriously? Am I wasting my time to, to the years of my life? You know, that I, I'm, I'm contributing my sacrifices. D- does it matter? You know, am I? leaving a mark uh am i growing (laughs) yeah yeah am i am i growing and i will wake up in the morning you know i don't remember what my dreams are but i will wake up and i can tell that it's weighing on me because i will wake up in tears And 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 there'll be like a stream day you know It'll be a stream day. I, you know, have the hardest time going to sleep at night because I have that anxiety of like, okay, I'm going to stream tomorrow, but is anyone going to show up? Uh, what am I going to talk about? Is anyone going to care what I'm going to talk about? How many trolls am I going to get tomorrow? You always have a guarantee of one though. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a guarantee of one. And it will weigh on me subconsciously that I will have these, you know, these, these, heavy dreams and I will have these flashbacks and then I will wake up and it's like I feel like I'm right back where I started you know and every time I'm ready to just kind of like like I need a moment I need to uh, uh, take a break and my mom <laughs> my mom she makes me chuckle about it but like in the moment it's not funny but we chuckle about it every now and then she's like you give off this aura when something's not right she's like I don't even have to be in the same room as you I could just feel it she's like i'll just walk by and just it's just there and she's like i know something's wrong then and it sucks because that's just my lack of communicating because i don't know how to talk to anyone because that would mean i have to be me and i've been me around people and i have i have this running theory that people aren't born weird nobody is weird until society makes them weird because society deems certain things weird so it's like tomorrow if society woke up and decided that you know breathing with your nose is weird and everyone goes with it then people who decide to still breathe through their nose will be considered weird 
Um, oh, you still breathe through your nose? Fucking weird. Exactly. <laughs> and then that's how it is. We, we, we're a herd mentality. So there's a lot of things about me that people would find weird. But to be me, I want to be able to just be able to like talk to people like, hey, you know, this is what's weighing on my mind and this is connected to this and this is connected to this. And unfortunately, because I always feel like it's a burden to to someone else uh, Mm -hmm. or the day I decide I'm going to I'm going to finally tell this person I'm going to finally talk to someone they're having a bad day, too. So then I'm like. Okay, well, I don't want to make this a bad day pissing contest, so I'll I'll wait. You know, I'll swallow that that, you know, that bullet one more one more day. And then the day never comes because you know, I didn't find out until honestly Warner told me and you know, uh he's with his kids today, so he couldn't join us. He's actually the only one that's in the medical profession in our in our group. That um fortunately. but that I suffer from uh, manic episodes. I didn't know what that was until he told me and he, he had to let me know, you know, because he was, I would have those phases of where I was just down. I wasn't creating anything. I had zero motivation. And then out of nowhere, I would be super motivated. I would have this high. I would have, thousands of ideas and I'm ready to tackle them all and it was like I had to get I had to get all that out there I'm like okay this is my moment I'm gonna make it and then another phase of a down and yeah. then another phase of a high and he was like yeah those are manic he was like trust me I would know and I'm like oh great Sounds like I'm manic. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like oh great so I have manic episodes and I always am in denial about my problems because I always have convinced myself well I got it bad someone's got it worse because that was what was ingrained in me it could always be worse mm-hmm. oh yeah oh, yeah and that's oh, yeah. something that I'm telling myself it's is it could it could be worse so I should stop complaining about what I've oh my god I mean and, and touching on what you said like I've been told that I don't talk enough about my feelings and a big part of that is because I feel like I'm burdening someone else with that and I don't want to do that um so then I see a therapist and then I let it all out and then there's tears and it's not but um I I totally get how you feel when you um as far as like the fear of like burdening somebody else um and and then you sort of feel like and I can understand like if you tweet about it on your or any of your social media platforms write about how you're feeling and nobody interacts with it then you really do feel like some like they don't care um and that can be hard to really hard to deal with as well um so it's kind of a, a little bit like a double-edged sword like like i'm saying like i'm almost a little hypocritical too i think for on my part i'm like you should talk about it but there's a chance it might backfire and make things worse um uh, yeah no I, I understand how you feel and the manic episodes i always just assumed that was me being an ambivert like i can put out a lot of energy and then i have to recharge my batteries um and then i can put out a lot more energy again and be motivated and have a million ideas and feel like i'm gonna conquer the world and then i have to recharge my batteries (laughs) i guess i just popped that balloon (laughs) welcome to the world of manic (laughs) yeah i've just learned something new yeah i think another thing on the whole burdening thing like for me my i i like to call my 
my down days like i usually get them in there they're a few days long and i'll i call them my episodes and i don't always talk to people about it whether it's like my IRL friends or like online friends because i feel like one i can't answer their question because they can be like all right well what's wrong and it's just like um i don't know i'm just sad <laughs> and then at the same time it's like if i do know i don't want to keep talking about it over and over and over because then i'm like okay they don't want to listen to me talk about the same thing for days on end mm-hmm. and and it sucks because we really shouldn't feel uh feel that way and it's 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 funny because you got to think of how many people feel the exact same way we do and it's like if you put mm-hmm. all of us in a room that would probably you know, except for Yuli, Yuli have to be outside the door because Yuli be the only one saying anything. <laughs> um, but if you put the rest of us in that room, it would be the quietest room ever. It's like, oh all right. yeah, I'd be too like anxious to for the quiet. I'm like, all right, someone's got to say fucking something. I don't care. Someone fart. <laughs> somebody, someone, someone somebody do something. Do somebody fart. <laughs> but no, that would be that. That's that's the state that we're in because, like I said, you know. And it's it's a pre- like it's the pressures we put on us. We you know we were using examples like TikTok and and Instagram, and, and and it's not to take away saying that those people, you know, who are famous or whatever, they don't have their own, you know, problems and drama. It's like I said, it's not so much that it's just the culture behind all of these platforms. This invisible unspoken standard that they set and it just makes it worse that they all say there is no such standard there's no but it is and there it's is. <laughs> and it it, tr- it trickles over into real life it literally trickles over into real life in the sense that you know uh if if you know if we're if we're talking like uh in terms of appeal of like the kind of people people want to know it's like you know everyone probably has like their own favorite youtuber and it's like man i would love to meet this person they seem like cool in real life and then subconsciously people apply that to people they meet in some way you know they project Mm. yeah they project their ideal person onto you if you don't align with it then they don't you know it's like they don't want to get to know you as a person like they don't want to get to know you it's like yeah well i got this ideal friend i got this ideal romance and then i got the ideal you know social group and if you don't fit that then you know huh it's like well where'd you get that ideal from and honestly it's you know it's probably all from from social media and like i said it's it's very obviously prevalent on the the platforms like twitch youtube instagram tiktok the other one that won't be named (laughs) so so it's like it just it just adds so so many more unnecessary problems uh to pretty much just being a human today and even though i i see like all the posts that i you know that pop up and they're like mental health it's you know it's a real thing and they're like sharing all these posts I and I, I never posted it because I'm like I'm I, this is one of those posts that everyone's gonna backlash and get butt hurt butt hurt at me at which is kind of funny because every time people have snapped at me about a post where I'll disagree with the general consensus they've wind up proving me right and I think that's why people snap at me it's like people hate 
when the truth is thrown in their face. And I never partake in those, those shared posts because I'm like, but how many of you have actually reached out to someone you haven't spoken to in months, maybe even years just to see how they're doing. (laughs) We all can chain a post to be like, yeah, I'm part of the movement. Okay. When was the last time? Okay. If I, asked you what my you know just to you know the, obviously not everyone's gonna know but like just general example like okay what's my favorite food <laughs> probably wouldn't know or Man. like yeah but you know i could post it on social media i i like i could run a test and i could post on social media my favorite food my favorite color and i could do that every day for a week and then i could go to someone who's on my friends list and it's like mental health checking on friends it's like what's my favorite food i don't know really because i posted it so it should have came across on your feed. So when's the last time you actually you're putting too much faith on the fact that the feed will show what you, that that tweet or that post because sometimes that will just get hidden amongst all the other shit they probably follow. Which that's like, also like another stressor. It's kind of like you get buried. You, you just get buried in the in posts. Everybody's got everybody's got a Discord. Everybody's got their TikTok now. Everybody's got Instagram. Everybody's got Twitter. It's a lot of people that you try to keep up with. um, And it's a lot of pressure on a person to try and be relevant. Yep. That's why I wonder, like, is it. When Facebook and all that first came out, it was like the coolest thing. But do you really need to have like 500 friends? Because because on average, how many of them do can you even keep up with? You know, I like I, I could probably tell you some of the posts that you know my friends have that I don't even talk to, but I do try to take time to like you know read everything and and you know uh, interact interact as best I can. But like you guys are saying, you know, there's just so much going on, and on top of the fact, you know, the social media platforms themselves just throw random shit your way. So it's like people who aren't even on your friends list. It's like, hey, check out this post from so and so. I'm like, I don't even know who this is. Why is this on my feed? So it actually buries, you know, your uh, your other friends, and 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 it, I don't know. Like like I say, I feel social media is overall a, a big culprit of it. Uh, you could have a whole debate on like, is it good for you or is it bad for you? Uh, it really depends. Personally, I think it's bad. Yeah. Um. I think it. I think it's bad, but it has its moments. Um. I think that it, it kind of sucks that as a content creator, social media has so much more of a impact on mm-hmm. your visibility. Um, it sucks that you can't just be on Twitch working, you know, grinding it out. And it's like, it's like, it's like a package deal. Like you got to have the content side of things because you got to give people a reason to come to the stream mm-hmm. <laughs> and see you. Um, I think it has its moments, but I agree. It is... I think more of a negative thing, uh, just because it saturates our life now. Yeah. Um, it's saturated. There's so much saturation. You can't even see everything that's going on because there's so much. Yeah. And a lot of things that some people mm-hmm. don't realize that, uh, constantly changing algorithms or lack of algorithms and, you know, trends. And not even if you're trying to keep up with trends, but just, uh, <sighs> just knowing how to try to get your content out there in front of people and it's it's 
it's like climbing a slippery slope because it's constantly changing you know the the platforms already have their favorites the old ways of uh just being on a new york street handing out piece of papers it it feels like it it feels yeah it feels like you gotta go you gotta go back to to the to the old ways you know what what works um so yeah going back doing doing it that way and and all that but yeah it but you know what this is good because we we got things out there you know letting people know it's not all peaches and cream as a content creator you know be it you do streaming or you know any any, you know podcasting anything um and and it's okay it's okay to let people know you're you're that you're not okay um and if you don't feel like there's anyone in your inner circle that you can talk to there are those in the profession professional field there that Mm -hmm. you can reach out to uh therapists uh you know, even you know, I don't even think you have to go into offices anymore if you you know you're not comfortable. Better with face. You can just do it online. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. There's a lot pay. of websites that you can find like online therapy and online. You know, you can get online prescriptions and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, also like a lot of therapists are just doing sessions online since the pandemic, and a lot of insurance companies are covering that. Um, right. So. You don't have to leave the safe confine of your room anymore. Um, but I think, like, at the center of all this, I think it's just important to, to understand that it's okay to feel the way that you feel, um, whether or not you choose to share it. I mean, it'd be great if we did share it more often um, and made it more commonplace. And, you know, if you, somebody, if you saw somebody down, you just maybe drop a smiley face on their page or... So, you know just tell them that what they mean to you or something anything <laughs> that yeah. could maybe brighten the day but it's okay to feel down sometimes it's okay to take breaks um yeah, sailor yeah. ryan said it best it's it's okay to not be okay mm-hmm. um yeah, that's a that's a k-drama yeah <laughs> i was thinking that in my head and i was like I'm why does that sound familiar it. it's really good <laughs> but i know it's uh yeah it is okay to uh to not be okay and i know some people are probably like confused on like you know how was this what was the core purpose of the show but this was the point it was to to air some things out it wasn't it, the focus wasn't to be like you know here's what you should do blah 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 because like i said when the show started none of us are trained professionals we can't give you any uh professional advice advice. we we can't do that um we just speak from experience yeah the most we can do is let you is try to relate to you in some way to let you guys know you're not alone and Mm -hmm. if you want to talk there are those there you can talk you can talk to us you can you know get in the server you can every anybody knows if you hit me up in the dms on my discord i'll respond uh there's like some days I'll be really, really busy, but I promise I will get back to you. So if you just need to talk and vent, that's fine. Um, I'm not, you know, because I trust me, We're I understand. All here. It. Yeah, we, we all get it. And this was just to let you guys know that if any of you can relate, you're not alone. So no need to hold it in um, and reach out, reach out. And even if you are having a good day, check on your friends. See if they're having uh, a rough day. 
a lot of people just don't say anything and they just need to know somebody cares. So reach out, see how they're doing. And you never know when you have a bad day, they might return the the favor and it could make a big difference. It can make a huge difference. Underline that <laughs> reaching out. Very important. <laughs> but um we're gonna wrap up the show. I have you now. And uh I think this was a good conversation. Um Anya, I want to thank you again for suggesting this. It was definitely needed. Yay. Um <laughs> and I think I think we should we should try to Maybe do this like maybe like once a month, kind of like a. No. <laughs> Yuli doesn't like you talking about his no. feelings. I don't want to talk about my feelings. I don't want to talk about my feelings, but but you know, just kind of like a, a chance to uh, to to let people know, hey, you know, there's 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 options, but uh, but yeah, we can we could probably come up with something, but Anya, once again, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you. Um, Thanks for having me. Yulia, I'm so proud of you. You were in your best behavior today. <laughs> yeah, round of applause for you. Round of applause. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. Uh, but thank you, everybody who tuned in today. Really appreciate it. I was promised ice cream if I was on my best behavior. And you know, someone's got to pay up. Yeah. And anyway, <laughs> thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. Remember, you are amazing. Stay safe out there. We'll see you all next time. Except you. You know who you are. You know I'm talking to you. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.